Is the world burning? I mean, I don't fucking think so. But here we are, and we're going to do something about it. Welcome back to the RMP, guys. I am Zachary. Zachary, um, you know, I was... Does anybody ever want to change their name? I'm supposedly Italian, and uh, I, I have this extreme urge to change... Not my first name, but my last name to something exotic, like Bunchen or Hayek. Basically, I want to be a, a what do you call it, sugar baby? If, if it's a sugar mama or a sugar daddy, does that make the submissive a sugar baby? I would, I would be a sugar baby. I would totally be a sugar baby to a few, a few. Let's... Let's not discuss those women, though, because uh, that's, that's a little creepy. But <laughs> how's everybody doing? Is everybody kicking ass? It's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas. And so maybe for right now, for December, we can just let go of expectations. We can let go of thinking that we have to be opinionated about everything, that we have to help in every situation. I think for December, maybe we should just be us. But... Let's talk about another angle that I don't think people are going to like very much. And it's all just perspective, people. It's not true, necessarily. It's just my opinion, and you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like any of this following information at all. You decide to listen to it, and you can decide to turn it off at any point. But if you are challenged by what I'm saying, then maybe we should have a discussion about it. Without any further ado, this is episode 111, Aiding and Abetting a Government We Can't Stand. Ooh, that sounds fucking messy, doesn't it? Oh, this is feeling cringy already. Oh, okay. Well, when are people not unhappy? The honest truth, when they decide to live life for themselves, it's fantastic. Living a life in America is a complicated one. I'm definitely not an outsider on that. But it is far more simple than I originally thought. Uh, It's simpler than I let myself get carried away on about. And the simplicity comes down to ignoring the country that we live in. I know it sounds stupid, but it actually does a lot. Hear me out. What does everyone seem to be doing? The complication is us. We shouldn't allow everything to penetrate our psyche, but we think we have no control over it. We think that we have to include everything within the chapters of our own personal story, but we don't. You hear the noise, right? You hear everyone's voices, right? Can you not actually see it for what it is? It's staring us in the face every day, actually, yet for some reason we'd rather be in it than outside of it. And for what? To be because we feel left out, maybe? You see the damage and destruction and the drama, and you're annoyed, and I'm annoyed, but we don't have to be. Look, intentional or not, the media does one thing really well. They make the world look like it's on fire. All of it. And it's not because it is, it's because what we fill our minds with is what becomes our story. It becomes our own personal world. And What follows is a skewed hypothesis of chaos, uh, one that we create ourselves, a world full of hate and malice and distrust, 
just based off of what we see the rest of the world doing. And the media knows this. Food and drug industries know this. Government knows this. They know that whatever they place in front of us is all we'll ever think about. And when we have no individual problems that take priority over our own personal lives, what is it that you think we're going to go to? But that's the key, isn't it? Remember that. If you have no individual challenges that take priority of your life, you will turn your attention to a world that you can't possibly control. We'll start attacking problems outside of ourselves, things we can't actually do from our living rooms or from our phones, yet we still feel entitled to give our opinions, trying to make a difference in a world that's going to ignore us. But in our white knighting, our self-righteous attitudes, we're chasing things that are like ghosts. They only exist momentarily, showing themselves then disappearing, only to pop up again somewhere else. There's nothing to truly grab. There's no way to physically make a change in them. But the even bigger issue isn't the external stories that we wish we had a control over, the obnoxious things that are creating an extreme bipolarity of the people in which evolutionary tribalism feeds off of. The bigger issue is that it's taking away your attention to yourself. And with that attention taken from you, you start to let go of what actually makes a difference in your own life. You lose track of who you are. You make worse choices about your mental, emotional, and physical health. Or at least you let go of healthy practices and replace them with something dramatically worse, potentially. You think you know who you are because of your opinions, but your opinions are attached to the power of stating them. You become that external world. And with an external world that is chaos, that is stretched between beliefs, that is torn between ideologies and expectations, that's what you become. How could you ever feel calm and collected and know what you want clearly if you keep your attention to the outside of yourself? I'll get to the government identity here in a second, but let me ask you this first. What do you think are the worst things going on in society? Hunger, poverty, mental health, physical health, politics, economy, legitimate democracy. They're all real existing problems. Now, what has government always promised you? Haven't they always promised that they will work for the American people, that they will strengthen the economy, make sure our rights are upheld and keep us healthy? And when was the last time it felt like those things were legitimately resolved? What do you think resolves them? I'll tell you something. It's not them. Focus on this one word, please. Responsibility. What's one thing that most politicians don't know? They don't know the individual. They don't know you, and they don't know me. They know the nation. They know its struggles, yes, but they see numbers, money, crime, law, taxes. It's a business for them. And what always happens in a business after it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger? It loses the feel of humanity. And a business of 300 million humans is very unlikely to include the correct amount of empathy, humility, or sense of humanity. They don't know the struggles and challenges of the common people. Most have never been in families that made only 35K in the modern age. And to the ones that have, they are corrupted by a system made for money. And why is that system made for money? Why is it that politics is one for wealth and not for service? 
Why do so many of us not trust it? It's not because we know it's corruption. It's because we feel it. It's one of the most beautiful and beneficial things about being human. We don't always need the proof. Most of the time, with a little bit of patience and insight, we can see right through corruption and evil intention. We have a very crucial problem, which you're not going to like to hear. And we have an adjacent problem, which you're probably also not going to like. Our main problem is that we are separating ourselves from the people that we so justifiably accuse of being evil. We assume that because of their positions, they have no idea what the people need. And you're right, they don't. But only because we don't make them listen. And I'm just as guilty as anyone else. The issue is that we are not taking responsibility for those who lead us. Instead of leaders, we have elites. Instead of serving the people, they serve themselves. And we put them there. Why? Because we've succumbed to the natural tendency that any human has when given a place of power. I once read that politics should not be a place of power, but a place of service. That should not be a desired position because it is not a place to do for yourself, but to do for others. Remember that quote from Gladiator? Probably the single best film, probably the single best film ever made around the age of the Roman Empire. The quote coming from a scripted Marcus Aurelius. I want you to become the protector of Rome after I die, to give power back to the people of Rome and to end the corruption that has crippled it. Do you accept this great honor that I have offered you? And Maximus says, with all my heart, no. And Marcus responds, Maximus, this is why it must be you. Fuh, that's so good. So good. I'm going wa- to watch Gladiator as soon as we're done. Let me ask you, why do you think Coca-Cola is so successful? They fill plastic bottles with water and sugar, something we know is very unhealthy. So why do they make billions of dollars? They made $23.298 billion in gross profit in 2021 because we choose their product. Why is it that pharmaceuticals are successful? Because we choose to be unhealthy. Why do you think Hostess and Nestle can get away with making America obese and diseased? Hostess made $409.98 million in 2021, and Nestle made $45.95 billion in 2021. Why is this possible? Because we choose to eat emotionally and impulsively. So wouldn't it also make sense that the leaders who are at the top were also chosen by us? Argue all you want, but it is true. The politicians and the government that is making stupid laws, creating lucrative loopholes, and have built a volatile society in which they thrive and you just survive is because of us. We chose them, or didn't choose them. Depends on how you look at it. We chose them because we decided to agree with ideology instead of rationality. We chose them because we decided not to vote. We chose them because we blindly trust rather than approach with skepticism and act on it. I know it seems impossible that all of us could come together and make a super impactful decision, but it's not as far-fetched as it may seem, and I used to think the same thing. They rely on us to be so overcome by the odds and a minuscule difference that we decide to do nothing, to vote for them, to live in bliss, to be ignorant. The American people have just been taken advantage of by people that are also just humans, humans that are susceptible to evil. 
It's human error that is allowed by the very people that can stop it. If democracy was still existent, then wouldn't it make sense that if 80% of Americans chose to starve a corruption, it would dissolve that very entity? What if, what if all of America was capable of getting on a whole food diet, drink only water, tea, and coffee, and work out five days a week? What if? What would happen? And that's just the food industries and synthetic products, all the way from Zoloft to acne cream, from diet teas to gastric bypass surgery, from waist trainers to Skechers shape-ups. Almost every single unhealthy infrastructure would fall apart just by that act alone. How? I'll tell you how. Money. Processed food industries would become non-existent because no one would be buying it. Pharmaceuticals would lose their profit because people would be reversing disorders and dissolving health conditions that their pills and potions synthetically emit, which would also remove all symptoms and risks and disorders that those drugs create. Fast food trains would have to either shut down or create whole food-based products. The medical field would lose millions because probably more, because less and less people would need diagnosis, treatment, and therapy since we would be dissolving our issues by a healthy diet and exercise regimen. And even the government would suffer, in my opinion. Think about it. A healthier body and healthier mind is built by individual choices, discipline, self-knowledge, and confidence, things that will cover so many other areas of our lives. And once you know yourself, you're far less capable of being swayed. You're far less likely to blatantly trust people just because of their positions. We would vote differently, approach community differently, hell, maybe even run for small government ourselves. We need real people that have a passion for humanity. Something that seems to be lost in this modern age, I guess. I mean... Do you really trust a politician who posts his McDonald's lunch on social media with pride? What the literal fuck, dude? Look, all I'm saying is this. We the people can change the state of the union. It's not that we don't have the power. It's that we've been repeatedly giving it away to someone else. Number one, we have to stop blaming our icons, our celebrities, and our leaders. We have to take responsibility. Always. And it's far more difficult but it's the strength of the people that makes change. Two, we have to first become individuals. The lie is that we are to be of service, but be of service how? By being an employee, a worker? Maybe, maybe yes, but a chosen one. You don't have to be invaluable. You don't have to stay within a job or lifestyle you hate. You don't have to stay within an industry. The other lie is that you've been sold the idea that you can't make a difference. Elites thrive off of that. Individuality truly matters. And number three, we have to know how to become sovereign. Know how to become in control of ourselves. Our emotions, our relationships, our work, our finances. You don't have to be a slave in the world. You get to choose to be a diverse entity of your choice. I'll tell you this. I definitely don't envy politicians. I don't envy their money. I have something that they don't have a sense of self, a sense of individual purpose, a sense of compassion and love for friends and for people that struggle the same as I do. Maybe that also means that only humans with the right humility and resilience should be in such positions of power. I don't know. Our leadership, the people that stand on the podiums, they are the shadow of the American people. Whatever way we choose to live our lives is exactly what they're going to promote. 
We don't have to choose to live by their rules. And we better choose that before they make it impossible for us to have that choice. It's not them impacting us. It's us impacting them. And in the human effort to climb the hierarchical podium of modern society, it's always been our choice. Their jobs exist because of us. We've just been indoctrinated to believe that they have the power, not us. They are our responsibility, whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not. So what will we decide to do about it? This is your host, Zach, out. Hey guys, I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.